Hello, this is FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the .esports podcast network. I'm your host, Ahmad Khan of CNET. The open beta for Overwatch 2 launched late last month with a huge flurry of interest. The game immediately broke viewership records on Twitch, with 460,000 viewers in less than two hours and a high of 1.5 million. But the game quickly plunged, losing 99% of its audience in a week. There's been much armchair analysis as to why the game hasn't caught the same fervor it did when the franchise first launched in 2016. To break it all down, including the start of the 2022 Overwatch League season, is Dotty Sports reporter Jessica Sharnovic. Jess, thanks so much for coming onto the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Jess, you, unlike maybe many others, have had extended time to actually play Overwatch 2. And I'm just curious, what are your impressions of the game as it is right now? Yeah, so I had uh, some time in the alpha. Actually, me and one other on Dot were invited to play the alpha, and it was uh, generally the same. So I've had an extended amount of time with it compared to people that have access to the beta. And when I played it at first, it was in a very uh, controlled environment. There were not random people in there. They were all Overwatch League players, which was difficult, or uh, family members of the developers or the developers themselves or content creators. And it was awesome. It was a fantastic experience because they were all very nice. And then I come into the beta, and um, it's basically the same. They didn't really change very much, Mm but... I don't know, it lost its spark for me a little bit in the beta just because I wasn't playing with people that were so nice. But I don't know that people are really understanding that that this is the very first beta, Mm. and there's not a whole lot that was added uh, that's different from Overwatch 1 besides some of the things that people already expected, such as new maps, a new mode, and a new hero. Mm. I mean, from what I could gather, like, I wasn't able to get into the beta, but, you know, apart from removing the roster from five or 6v6 or 5v5. Um, from what I'm reading online, it's that many of the same kind of issues that persisted in Overwatch, like some player balancing and just like the power of certain tank characters, still kind of exist. Am I, am I reading all this correctly online? Yeah, I, I would think so. I, I think that the 5v5 is a really great improvement to a lot of the things that people didn't like about Overwatch 1, right? Like, see, we don't have as many shields anymore. They took away the shields. We don't have as much CC anymore. So it's a much more fun game to play in that aspect because people are playing it for longer because they're not dying as much. But at the same time, there's a lot more competition. So those players that are really good are going to be farther separated from those players that maybe aren't so great um, because the skill level kind of increased with Overwatch 2, the way they took away, you know, the safe things, the shields, the CCs, and, you know, all of that. Mm. So, I mean, from what I'm gathering from you is that uh, Blizzard here is trying to make Overwatch 2 a, maybe a faster, more frenetic game. Um, I mean, is, is that correct? Faster is definitely the keyword here. Um, and they did that. I think they definitely achieved that goal. The game is much faster. It feels much more urgent in the way people play it. It also kind of takes supports and kind of throws them into the uh you know the pool a little bit in terms of having to learn how to play a support very quickly because it's hard to play a support now with the way everything is set it is tough as a support player to get away from these tanks that are flanking your back line or a dps that has flanked your back line it's really really tough as a support player now mm-hmm. i mean what do you think that'll do to the meta Um, going forward i don't know i think it's too early to tell i know that um right now the meta really is 
that Soldier is, like, the one constant. Like, Soldier's really, really good right now. Um, but I think that's going to change. I know I had an interview with two of the developers right before the beta launched. I'm talking, like, a day before <laughs> the beta launched, we mm -hmm. had an interview. And they were looking, they were telling us that they were looking at supports next. And I think we saw that a little bit in the patch notes that were released yesterday with Zenyatta getting, like, a, I don't know, a power kick. <laughs> but... It is, it is tough to be a support player right now, but as, so, as far as the meta goes, um, you're seeing a lot of Lucio because he has, like, the one CC in the entirety of the supports now, now in addition to, to Zenyatta, but it's really great to have that push to get something away from you because if you can't get away from it, might as well get it away from you. So you're seeing a lot of Lucio, and I think we'll see a lot of Zenyatta with his new kick now. Mm. Do you feel that the game has substantively changed enough to kind of reattract that audience that was initially there back in like 2015, 2016 that may have fallen off, you know, 2017, 2018? That's really tough. It's it's going to be individualized for me specifically. I know a bunch of my friends uh, are enjoying the beta. Mm -hmm. For me, I kind of really enjoyed the alpha, played for maybe like the first week of beta, and I really haven't touched it since then. And it sucks to say because I was always a very big fan of when it originally launched. It's the first eSport that I reported on. It was the first SPF, FPS I've really played. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I think, I think I really have to reserve judgment until the game is actually released in, in its entirety. And I think that's still a long ways off. So I think this was a great way to give players an idea of what direction that they want to go for PvP. But I think... It's really just, and I've, I've heard it explained this way before from other people, so this isn't me saying this quote, but it's Overwatch 1 if it got consistent updates over the course of time that they were working on Overwatch 2. That's what it feels like right now. Mm. You know, I think it, it it's putting Blizzard in a very difficult situation because, you know, a lot of content creators and, you know, pontificators online uh, maybe want to, you know, maybe bash on this game that's completely fallen off the radar for a lot of people. And by releasing a beta that's maybe a bit more middle of the road and not the, a radical departure that maybe some people had or were expecting from a game with a two in its title, I feel it's you know probably giving a lot of room for naysayers to quickly you know uh, harp on the game. Yeah, of course, and you're always going to get that. I mean, even George, one of our own writers who who writes about Valorant, craps on the game constantly. Uh, he does it in jest, but <laughs> you know you constantly see him crapping on it. Um, I think there's always going to be something for the naysayers to pick on, and I I feel like I might even be on that kind of side right now because there is a lot about the game that I wish had made it in. Like, I wish we had had more than one hero, but at the same time, like, it's tough, right? Activision Blizzard went through a whole, a whole thing, and then, co you know, and we had COVID, so it was delayed for, and they don't like me using the word delay, but that's what it was. I'm sorry, that's what it was. Uh, it was delayed for a really long time. I think they were probably supposed to get the game out in maybe late 2022, early 2023, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Hmm. Um, but I think it's not a complete game, and I think this isn't even close to the complete game. I think we'll have a ton more heroes. I think we'll have, you know, you're going to have the entire PvE side, so uh, it's it's really tough at this point to say, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a dead game and it'll continue to be a dead game for as long as the developers try to make it not a dead game. But there's room for naysaying right now. But I think 
we also need to see the game in its entirety to really make a determination of whether it's going to be a dead game or not. Hmm. I mean, have uh, have you been following some streams from the actual pro players themselves? And if so, I mean, what are their impressions so far of the game? Uh, I spoke to Jake before the beta launched, and and this is Jake from the Houston Outlaws, right? Correct. Yeah, yes, Jake, he's he's, Jake he's retired now, but he's a coach. If I he's a coach yes, now yes. for the for the Outlaws. Yeah, he retired as a player, and now he's a coach. Um, he, I don't know. I think he has kind of the same reservations that I do. Hmm. Um, I think that he wishes that the balance was a little bit better. I know it was kind of really bad in the alpha. Like, Sojourn was broken for a lot of the alpha. (laughs) (laughs) And I think she's still even a little bit broken now. Um, But, you know, you have some streamers that are, like, trying to, that that really love the game, that maybe started in the game like I did, and really don't want to see it die. And then you have some streamers that are super critical, and I think they're fair to be super critical because after waiting this long to have the taste of, you know, the next game, they really don't have that much to show for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting that, um, you know, you you talked to Jake, but he also talked to the Washington Post, and, you know, I was reading that. Um, he also kind of understood why fans were maybe not so enthused with what they've played so far, because, it, like you just said, like, a lot of the game still feels very similar, and it, it maybe will take a while for the, the new meta to develop. I mean, de- definitely, like, the large omissions were uh, characters like May and Cassidy losing, you know, their sudden freeze abilities. Uh, I mean, for you personally, playing through these matches, I mean, have you missed some of those abilities? No, I don't think so. Um, I think that the team went in with a clear idea of what they wanted. They yeah. wanted they wanted tanks to be the only ones that had CC. They wanted uh, shields to be gone. And they wanted... They wanted to have a game where there was no hero that really sucked to play against. And I get that, and I think they achieved that. Because before, it's like, man, it really sucks to play against Mei when she freezes you and then, like, hits you in the face with an icicle. That doesn't take much skill, right? Mm -hmm. But it feels really bad when you can't move and can't do anything about it. And Mei shoots you in the head with an icicle because she froze you, and then she, like, you know, laughs and sprays. (laughs) same thing with Cassidy a little bit more skill there but you know it feels bad to be stunned as much as it was but um, I don't really miss it I actually kind of hate the things that they've put in place like Cassidy's uh, whatever that thing is that bomb I can't stand it it kills me every time so (laughs) you know I think they replaced it with some really good stuff so I don't miss that kind of thing at all yeah I mean what do you think the 5v5 has now done to supports in the game. I mean, now that there isn't, like, you know, another tank to kind of act as another shield, uh, kind of makes playing support a difficult role. Yeah, it feels real bad to be a support main right now. I speak from experience. <laughs> uh, I know Liz, uh, the other Overwatch raider that had access to the alpha, she says the same exact thing. It does feel bad to, fe- to be a support main right now. Uh, you have to really hide behind some things and find some sneaky angles in order to be able to play it effectively. Um, you also really have to have good communication with your team because the second that tank jumps over the back line, um, you know, your, your supports are turning around, but sometimes your DPS are not. So you need to be telling your DPS, like, hey, I'm being harassed back here and you need to come help me, um, which is tough sometimes when you don't have a team that's great at communicating. So it's, it really comes down to a lot of that. So um, I know that they're going to change some supports. I know they were talking about they were looking at Moira the last time I spoke to a developer. So 
hopefully, uh, sorry, my dog is squeaking a toy in the back. <laughs> hopefully they can fix them to the point where it feels a little bit better to play as a support. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now let's jump over to the Overwatch League season. So the 2022 season has started. I tuned in very uh, briefly uh, the other day, and I saw that, you know, on YouTube, you saw viewership breaking 99,000, which uh, was very encouraging. Um, I mean, what do you make of uh, Overwatch League season two so far? I have not had a whole lot of time to watch it. I wish I did. <laughs> I've been working to the bone lately on other stuff, so it's been tough to kind of see it. I know that yesterday, watching the broadcast was really, really rough. It was very janky. <laughs> so um, uh, it's it's been, I don't know, it looks really interesting. It looks really fun to watch. Uh, I just can't watch it because I can't, I can't get through the, the broadcast. You know, interestingly, with uh, the Overwatch League seasons that they're actually playing on Overwatch 2, and, you know, the, the players have had more access to the, to the, be- uh, to the alpha and the beta um, than the general public has. Uh, I mean, how, has, uh, how have teams adapted to the 5v5 structure? I mean, what happened to their sixth player? They just don't have it anymore. <laughs> um, there's not much to really look into there. They've kept the extra player because, especially because there used to be two, you now have a dynamic where you have two players. Uh, one was really good at certain tanks, and one was really good at other certain tanks. And it's highly situational for each map what tank might be good in that situation. So I think to keep on that six players really smart for a team because it allows you to reach down to that that deeper bench that you might have, pull out a player that is like a diva specialist, and there might be a map. I, I don't know if we've determined what what's good on what maps quite yet. It's only the second day of the Overwatch League, but um, pulling out that player, you know, from your back pocket and being like, yep, here's our great D.Va player and you're screwed because we've practiced this map and D.Va really works. Um, so the teams are starting to figure out, you know, what works for them. And keeping that extra player is just going to be a good... I mean, especially, you know, players get sick. I know, like, one of the seasons, Neptuno got, like, really ill with, like, a flu and then kidney stones. And they were having a really hard time getting, uh, you know, their player that hadn't had practice onto the mat, into the on the stage. So it's always good to have that backup player anyway. But I think utilizing that extra player as a specialist in whatever map you find that, you know, their hero works best in is really great. And then also having them as a backup in case, you know, something happens to their main tank. Yeah, do you find it at all weird that um, essentially a professional esports league is taking place on a game that's technically not finished yet? I mean, there were tournaments out for Valorant before Valorant even came out. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'm not entirely surprised. I think that this might get me into trouble with their PR, but <laughs> I think they kind of had to um, because of the state that Overwatch 1 was in. I think it would have been an entirely unfun game to watch. And Overwatch is already a really, really tough game to watch because it's not simple. Like, it's not like Valorant or or even, like, maybe a game like um, Counter-Strike where, you know, it's here's here's your players, they all look the same. Here's your guns, they all are based off of real-life guns. Here's your things that you plant on the ground. Here's a grenade. Like, everybody knows what those are. But when you introduce players that are, you know, mythical essentially and they all do different things it's a really really hard game to watch to begin with so watching a game that is a difficult to watch and b difficult to understand even if you do maybe watch it or play it um 
they needed to have good gameplay among everything else. So having a fun game, even if it's hard to watch, will still have your core fans watching every week. Mm -hmm. You know, I think with the first Overwatch or the first few Overwatch League seasons, you know, people had their like uh, fan favorite characters come and go because of balance changes Uh, with Overwatch two, at least on the professional side, are we seeing some of some of those heroes back? I don't know that I would consider any of them particularly a fan, like a fan Mm -hmm. favorite. Uh, But as far as like seeing some players play on, you know, some characters that they like to see them on, like, for example, like everybody loved watching, I don't know, Carpe on Widow or Carpe on, um, I know I particularly liked watching Carpe play McCree, Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, Cassidy, Cassidy now. I particularly like to watch Carpe play Cassidy. Um, just because he was really fun to watch and he's really good at it. So when he would get nerfed, you know, it, he would switch back to something else and it wouldn't be so much fun to watch. I think players that were good at hit scans and players that were good at characters like Soldier, Tracer, um, Cassidy, those kinds of, you know, quick run and gun players that could get in do a lot of damage and get out they're going to be a lot more fun to watch again mm-hmm. so i think that's i think it's a great thing i i think uh some of those players that started in the beginning like we had the tracer and genji meta right. like the the dive meta i think that coming back is fantastic that was like the epitome of overwatch esports and i'm hoping that we see combinations like that start to come back no as somebody who's a mediocre tracer main himself um i'm totally <laughs> down to see tracer come back uh you know I, and i guess last question with Overwatch 2, I mean, with Blizzard really putting a lot of weight into Overwatch 2, what exactly needs to go right for this Overwatch League season for this game to, you know, remain viable as an esport? Oh, gosh. I think they have an uphill battle because the stigma is already, like, they've already kind of lost a lot of faith in a lot of people. And um, I'm one of them. I've lost a lot of faith in Blizzard itself for reasons that are outside of the game and also for reasons that are inside the game. I think that I really needed to see a more fleshed out PvP side of the game. Like if they're only going to show PvP for now, that's fine. But I would have liked to see a lot more. I know that we got a lot, but considering it's been what, like two years since we've had any kind of content update for overwatch at all. Um, you know, I do think that there's a lot in here, but I think regarding the time that they had, there's not enough. There's only one new hero. That's, I think, the most disappointing thing to me is that there's only one new hero. Like, I would have loved to see another support. Like, I am tired of the supports I have. I mean, I'm a Moira main, and I also play a little bit of Mercy, and I play some Zen sometimes, but, like, I really would have liked to have another support player. So I think for them to overcome that hurdle... They just, they need to get moving. And I know that there have been some reports out there that the upper management has been tough on them because they'll have them start something and then, like, two weeks later they'll scrap it after they've just spent two weeks basically doing work that's not going to go anywhere. So I think if they can, you know, cut that fat that is forcing them to do this work that gets scrapped and actually get to focus on the things that are actually going to go into the game... I think they're going to need to do a lot of that in order to get it to to be viable going forward. Because as I said, it's a really, really tough game to watch, which means it's a really tough game for a new player to even play, let alone watch. So they've got a lot of work to do. Hmm. 
And with that, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Yeah, of course, it was a pleasure. And that was FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the Dot Esports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and share. To follow Jess and keep up to date on Overwatch, you can find her at Jess Sharnagal on Twitter. To follow me and my work over at CNET, you can find me at Imad on Twitter. FTW is actually looking for a new producer, so if you're interested, send me a DM on Twitter. And with that, we'll catch you guys next week.